0: And Welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk about the best exercise that you can do to make your resume relevant and transferable for whatever jobs you're applying for. And This is going to be done in the form of a mini-sode, a Just Ask Chris mini-sode, where I break down a common question and give you the answer in 10 minutes or less. And the question I would be answering really is how do I make my resume as relevant as possible for the jobs I'm applying for regardless of where I've come from before in the past. Now, this exercise is something that I often recommend for career changers or people who are going through some sort of career transition. Now, whether or not you are going through through a career transition, this exercise is going to be relevant for you just because you want to make sure your resume is as targeted as possible. You want to make sure you catch someone's attention as soon as they lay eyes on your resume, because the average recruiter, as we know, is spending six seconds on your resume. Now, we are going through a really crazy time right now. It is March 30th, and we are going deeper into this this health crisis here in the United States, and I see this as a really opportune time for all of us to look at our resumes, look at our LinkedIn profiles, and make adjustments as necessary. I mean, just think, because you don't have to be at work or commute for 30 minutes to an hour a day, just taking that 30 minutes to an hour and putting it back into yourself through your resume, LinkedIn profile, or whatever it is to be proactive in your job search is going to yield results. It's going to be a good thing. So I recommend every single person, if you haven't heard it from someone right now, you're hearing it from me, just take the time to put it back into yourself and, and uh, give yourself a career boost. Now, here's the best exercise I can recommend in order for you to have a really hyper-relevant resume. Now, you're going to think this is ridiculous. Part of you is going to be like, I don't want to do this. This is going to take time. Trust me. In fact, you're going to save yourself a lot of time just by how many more interviews you might be getting just because your resume is more targeted. Get excited because this might be your answer. Brief overview of this exercise is, number one, get everything written out on a master resume. Number two, highlight based on relevance. And number three, cut based on the position. Okay, we're going to break down these three steps right here so you'll know exactly what to do after this podcast episode. But I, for step one, I recommend every single person has a master resume. Why? Because for the vast majority of people you're applying for a wider range of positions and some people are applying for a wider range of positions than others. You may be the person that's applying for teaching positions as well as an MBA coach position. I don't know. Or you might be someone applying for a teaching position compared to an HR position where you train people a little bit more related than basketball. Regardless, I do recommend that each person out there has a master resume because it's going to make it easier to get targeted for those positions in the future. Now, for a master resume, keep in mind that you're not going to send this thing out. This is probably going to be you know, at least two pages, and this is going to have every single thing that you've done in your past. It's going to have all the amazing stuff that you've done. This really is an opportunity for you to get a bird's eye view of your career, and um, I like to think of this as the clay at the very beginning um, that you're going to be molding with, and so For your master resume, if you don't have one already, I just recommend a really simple simple thing to do, which is to open up whatever resume you have and just start writing. Let your resume be super drafty and think about all the strengths that you have as a professional and really expand upon that skill section. What are all the skills that you have, whether it's if you're coding, whether it's JavaScript, or whether if you're a marketing manager, it's your ability to send out awesome MailChimp emails whatever it may be, just really expand upon that resume and grab that cup of coffee and let your juices flow. Because at the end of this, you're going to be able to take that sculpture like Michelangelo. I think Michelangelo did sculptures. Sorry if I'm, I'm wrong. Um, take Take your sculpture and really chisel it down to something that's super relevant, hyper relevant, as I like to call it. So you get your master resume if you don't already have one and make sure you include all of the experiences and all of the accomplishments you've done. And don't worry about making this look pretty and don't make this don't make this something like, oh, I have to send it over to a recruiter or a hiring decision maker. Therefore, it has to look good. Don't worry so much about that. You're gonna worry about that stuff later on. Now, the first step, as I mentioned, is to get that master resume down. And step two is to highlight based on relevance. So this is where I recommend you start getting a little bit more targeted. So for every position type that you're applying for, you need to have a different resume. Repeat that one more time. For every position type that you're applying for, you need to have a different resume. So one thing I recommend all of you do is look really closely at the different types of positions you may be applying for. So if you are applying for a Human Resources Trainer position, then you need to have that out as one separate job posting versus another type of position you may be applying for, which is a Human Resources Manager position. Notice the difference there. So you're going to want to make sure you have two different job postings in front of you as samples for things that you're going to write your resume based off of. Now, I would technically recommend for every job type that you have multiple job postings. So you're not just looking at one job posting and making and just basing your resume off of all that. I would actually recommend having at least three job postings pulled up for your position type. Or if you like, you can just do what I did when I was writing resumes, which is (laughs) glom all three job postings together and make a job posting of myself, uh, of my own because you're just going to want to make sure that you have as well-rounded of a sample of job postings as possible. Um, Just really make sure that you have job postings out physically in front of you because you're going to base your highlighting off of that. Now, okay, summary on where we are so far. Step one is to get your master resume written out or just pull it out if you already have it. Get your job postings that you're applying for, making sure that you have Job postings separate for each position you're applying for. So have one stack for that human resources trainer position and have another stack for a human resources manager position because it's different. Now, step two, now that you are all prepped with this in front of you is you are going to take out a highlighter, preferably two highlighters, and you're going to highlight based on relevance. Now, what I recommend doing is looking very closely at those job postings to see what is relevant for the jobs you're going to be applying for. And what I recommend doing is getting one highlighter color. So get your yellow highlighter and highlight on your master resume what keywords and what experiences you have that are directly relevant for the job you're applying for. This is really important because you want to do everything in your power Everything, I mean everything, to make sure that your resume is as targeted and as relevant as possible for each job posting. So what you do is you get your yellow and highlight every single instance in which something that you said on the resume, some qualification or skill was directly relevant for a position you're applying for. I also recommend getting another color highlighter out, which is, let's get your pink out because I like pink. And highlight the stuff that is somewhat relevant, but not as relevant for the job. So we'll call that your semi-relevant qualifications. If you don't have a second highlighter color, I might just get out a pencil or a pen and just underline it instead. This is also important because oftentimes, let's be honest, we don't have everything on a resume that is going to be absolutely 100% relevant all the time. And we usually need to supplement with some of that other stuff. This isn't fluff, this is not at all fluffing up your resume. In fact, this is stuff that is going to help you I think and it may be transferable to some people but this should be a really good supplement if you can't get everything that's super highlighted. Okay, so by this point you have your resume with all of your highlighting on it. Now this is for some people a really big wake up call and this is why I love the visuals of this because you're going to realize that there are parts of your resume that just are not relevant for those job postings you're applying for. And especially if you have started with that Michelangelo sculpture master resume, it's it's just really gonna become apparent what stuff on your resume you should leave on and what stuff you should leave off. And I know what some of you non-visual people are thinking, which is okay, I can totally do this by looking on my computer screen and saying what's relevant, what's not relevant. Just trust me, actually print out your resume and highlight the stuff because your brain works in a different way and you're going to have a lot easier of a time really visualizing and conceptualizing what should be on your resume, what should not. And so it's really important just to make sure you have this all printed out in front of you. And then when you do that, you're going to realize what to cut from your resume, which is step three. All right. So step three, which is cutting based on the position. And I would consider this to be the easiest part of this process because you've done all the hard work, you've done the research looking at your job posting, and you've put your resume under a microscope and really looked at what's relevant and what's not. Step three is to realize how much you have that's not highlighted in your resume and make the bold choice to start cutting away some of those bullet points or skills based on the job position type. Because at the very end, once you're done cutting, you're going to have this super sharp and targeted resume for those jobs you're applying for. And listen, I know how hard it can be to take away some of the things that you've done in the past. You're proud of some of these accomplishments. You are proud of the fact that you ended up helping to write code for a video game on the Xbox 360 Madden 2009. However, Who cares because now you're applying for a human resources training position. It has nothing to do with your video game programming experience before in the past. So here's the thing. Start cutting away from some of those things that you haven't highlighted. At the very end, when you look at your targeted resume, you should have mostly either yellow highlighter, which is preferable, or pink highlighter, which is still relevant for that position you're applying for. And especially have yellow highlighter or super relevant things at the very top of your resume. Because as we've learned before in past podcast episodes, recruiters like to spend a lot of their time on the very top of your first page just because it's going to get the most read time. We also learned in our podcast episode with Art Markman, recruiters are not, at, they're not really adding up all of your accomplishments. What they're really doing during the filtering stages is they are averaging the things in your resume. So if you end up having something that's not very targeted versus something on your resume that's super targeted, which is that yellow highlighter, they're not going to add the less targeted thing up to the super targeted thing and say, okay, this is great. They're going to average that really targeted awesome thing with a thing that they found less relevant, and it's just going to bring your resume down a notch. So the point here I'm trying to make is Most of what you have in your resume should be as targeted as possible for the job you're applying for. And bringing that back to this exercise, I see that being done when, at the very end of the day, you have a bunch of yellow highlighter on your resume and a bunch of pink highlighter. Is this making sense? Okay, good. So, in summary, you are going to come up with your master resume. This is... Basically getting everything down on a piece of paper, just brainstorming, going crazy, letting your imagination run wild. Step two is you're going to get a job posting printed out and get different job postings if you are applying for different types of jobs. And you're going to end up highlighting based on those job postings. So if you have two different types of job postings, then you want to have two different highlighter sessions for two different resumes that you will be developing. And then step three is just to cut. So all the stuff that you see that's not highlighted, make sure it's cut because at the end of the day, this is a really simple exercise. And when you do cut away, you're going to have a resume that's super targeted for the jobs you're applying for. Yes, there are other elements of having a good resume, which is a strong design and good phrasing that's going to be compelling. And you can check out other episodes we have on that. But this is really a good exercise if you're trying to get strong content and especially for those career transitioners who just need a more relevant resume. This is the thing that you need to do. This concludes today's Career Warrior podcast episode. Can't thank you enough for joining us today and make sure to stay strong, stay, um, stay confident. You're gonna, you know, in life, you're gonna receive a lot of discouragement. You're gonna go through a lot of discouragement. I know I definitely have. And the best thing that I've been able to do is just to, I'd say, recover from that by just going off on my own and resting and having some realization for what's going on. Maybe I'll just go and eat some food that I feels good for me and just spend some time with family, maybe have a, have a glass of wine, and then I'll decompress for a little bit. I'll journal out everything that I'm going through, and you'll come back even stronger than ever. So remember to stay strong during these times, no matter what you're going through. And just especially realize that, you know, no matter what all of life works out, if you just keep picking yourself back up, no matter what crap you feel like you're going through, no matter what just terrible feeling you have on the inside right now or lack of confidence, these are all things that can circle right around just as quickly as they happen to you. So... That is my encouragement for the day. Came out of nowhere there. Wasn't really planning on it, but I just felt the call and the need to say something like that during this time. So thanks so much for tuning in. Please leave us a review if you found this to be helpful or not helpful. Um, And just let me know what you thought about this episode. Can't wait to hear from you. And I'll see you next time.